0: You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And that music means it is time for us, those Weekend Golf Guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I am in the studio. He's out in a field somewhere. We've always said that Jeff Smith is outstanding in his field, and today he's proving
1: I am out in the yonder. You know what? This is great. So if you must know, I can't do the regular video thing today because I don't have that kind of service. I am at this moment sitting on the top of Vail Mountain. Why would I be anywhere else? I mean, outside of the golf course, of course. Which you will be at later. As it turns out, a few lessons this morning and I had a little bit of time. To shake myself free before I got a few lessons later this evening. Right. So I decided, what the heck? I got a pass. I got my little, I bought my little, uh, a little epic pass for all the ski resorts and all that stuff. I am just seriously thinking about every moment that I get because I got to go back to Indiana pretty soon. I want to yeah. be on top of Mount almost every chance I get. Take it. So sandwich. guess what? You're there. I took the gondola up and I'm talking to you up top.
0: All right. So. so- well, you're that much closer to the satellites. We should have great reception then. Good to know. <laughs> True. True. I want to say something. Um, I, I have yet to figure out if the dude is for real or not. I, I take all of my golf advice and and tips and tricks and lessons from Jeff Smith. He is one of America's top 100 golf instructors. But I ran across this guy on TikTok. His name oh is, no. His name is Manolo. Manolo. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this
1: guy's awesome, isn't he?
0: Right? He is a piece of work. We've got He's to an get him. We have got to get oh, him yeah. on the show, man. We have got to get him on the show.
1: <laughs> it's it's awesome. It's awesome. This guy is pure entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this guy is tap dancing on whatever line you want to draw on what you're allowed to say and do. <laughs> That's, He's, that guy's tightrope on that thing, like you wouldn't believe. Manolo,
0: and if you if you know who he is, then you know who he is.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And if you do not know who he is, go look him up, okay? Yeah.
1: yeah. And he will explain he is- it. To, he will explain it to you. Uh, when- yeah, he is. He is not a professional golf instructor. He is an entertainer. <laughs> but boy, let me tell you, <laughs> guy's entertaining. He's he doing his job. He is definitely that. Hopefully,
0: we'll be able to entertain you, plus give you some instruction and help you get your game better. We will do that when we come right back. Hang out. We are on those weekend golf course. Hi, I'm John Ashton. I got to tell you a couple of days ago, it did get a little weird out on the golf course. You know, it was really, really hot because it's been hot all summer here with heat indices over a hundred degrees. And this dude looks at me as I'm trying to get comfortable and he goes, hey, summer heat melting your ice cubes. And I go, what? And he said, I know the dance you're doing. It means you're uncomfortable with your underwear. And I went, okay. I actually am not uncomfortable with this underwear because I have Tommy John, and Tommy John actually makes me feel cooler. It doesn't just make me feel cooler; I am. Cooler. You can stay up to seven degrees cooler with cotton in Tommy John's Apollo underwear. Plus, there's at no risk because you're covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or is free guarantee. Shop tommyjohn.com slash golf guys right now. Please do that because you'll get 20% off your first order. 20% off right now. Right now. Tommyjohn.com slash golf guys. Tommyjohn.com slash golf guys. Seaside for details. We are back those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith on the mountain He has mm-hmm. reached the pinnacle. Uh, he already reached the pinnacle of his career being a top 100 golf instructor. Now he's reached the pinnacle of Vail Mountain and he is just looking over everything. One thing I was listening to Manolo uh, talk about uh, was putting. And one of the things he said was, don't think, just do yeah. it. Take your practice swings and then don't think about it. Just do it.
1: I can echo a little bit of that. When you think. You stink. A little, little bit of rhyme never hurt anybody. That is stolen from my good friend and friend of the show, Mr. John Dunnigan.
0: He basically wrote the book on putting, didn't
1: he? He sure did write a book on putting called Hole It. J.D. knows his stuff. J.D. wrote a hell of a book. Everybody go out there and check it out. Johndunnigangolf.com and buy his book Hole It. When you send him a message, just tell him Jeff sent you. He might throw in a like a lollipop or something.
0: Or maybe he'll sign it for you.
1: Ooh, there you go.
0: Wouldn't that be nice, huh? Let's expound upon that a little bit because people are going, what do you mean don't think, man? I mean,
1: you know, you got to think. No, you don't. We see video of players and they do X, whatever X is. And then because they see it on a video, they say, see, look, Rory's doing this. Should I think about doing this? No. (laughs) Do you think about swinging your arms while walking no do you think about what you're doing with your pinky finger when you pick up a fork stab food and shove it into your face no (laughs) you see there are actions that we take that do not involve conscious thought right our supercomputer programs and stuff if john if i threw you a basketball and there was a rim up there on the wall, would I have to tell you to think about where to put your hand to dribble it and how to pick it up with both hands and elevate your your arms in what angles and how to squat down and then how to stand up and then pump your arms and shoot and flick your wrist and roll the ball off your fingers all at the same time? Would I have to teach you any of those thoughts? No. This is what happens – when people forget about the fact that they can be athletic and do normal human motion without even thinking about the motion happening.
0: Let me just just say one thing here. I'll jump in. When you say don't think you're not saying that all of the computations necessary to get the ball from the face of your putter to the hole are not being made. They're just being made without you consciously working on it.
1: That's exactly it. Let's go back. Okay. Golfers have this many golfers, not all, many or most. Golfers have this predisposition to think about positions because of the insanity that we go through in looking at stop-action things. Right? Because now we have the capability. We've always had the capability of taking a photo. Yeah. And that's a stop action freeze frame moment in time. And the more photos we get of a freeze frame moment in time, we see that arms are passing through certain places. Legs are moving. Hips are twisting. Chests are turning. Arms are doing things. Wrists are doing things. And people are predisposed to think about, should I think about doing that? But if I just handed a kid a golf club, put his hands on it and said, here, imitate what I'm doing. And I rear back, swing down, turn and hit the ball. They will do that because they're not thinking.
0: Right. Just doing.
1: Yes. So in this thought of just do, you have to find some way to turn off that conscious brain because this is where many golfers start going right into the tank because they think about one thing and they think well wait a minute I got to think about this and I got to think about that I'm like whoa 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 let's think about the time that it takes to make a stinking downswing folks how about a third of a second guess how many things you can do in one in the third of a second I got three things that I know that I can pull off in the third of a second I'm not sure about other the others but I can guarantee you I can swing a club from top to ball mm-hmm I might be able, to, I might be able to emit a little gaseous noise from my rear end at that time, right? That's the second thing, okay. and I know I can make my wife mad. All those things I can do within a third of a second. I promise you, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? so, I'm you know, sure of you, it, man. Yeah. You, you just you just got to understand that the the more thinking that goes on about the motion is somewhere close to impossible bordering on insanity.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, cuz everything slows but, down when you when you try to get conscious about it. I mean, you
1: know. I know, and everything has been constantly talked about ad nauseum position this and position that and where's my club face here and what are my wrist conditions there and what should I be doing with the hair on the top of my elbow should I you know with the top of my back swing should I twist it three times to the left or three times to the right should I kick my knee in should I should I wiggle my left toenail I don't know all these things that people think about but they're insane yeah let me tell you, you can't think about this stuff.
0: Let me tell you what I did uh, last Sunday after our, our live show here in town, and, and uh, with with putting, and my putting became. After I was playing with my brother-in-law, and after four holes, I was seven strokes ahead of him. Okay, Oops. after four holes, I was one over par. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> uh but what I was doing with with, with putting, <clears throat> excuse me, is. I would take practice strokes while looking at the hole. Yep. Because that that triggered the computations and permutations necessary in my head to get the speed right. I didn't have to think about getting the speed right. I just had to do that and let my brain see what the distance is and do a couple of practice swings to get, you know, what people would erroneously call muscle memory. Right.
1: Yeah, they do call it that.
0: <clears throat> and then what I would it's, do is I'd take two more practice swings, looking at the club, making sure I'm not twisting the head in my hand as I swing back and forth. So I took four practice swings, two looking at the hole, two looking at the club, stepped up, hit the ball, and I two-putted, one-putted one of them, and two-putted the first four the greens.
1: Because you're not stinking.
0: I'm not thinking. You're right. (laughs) That's
1: right. Isn't that amazing how it all comes full circle, folks? It is. It's almost like we planned that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's but when you when you have that ability, what you just did was essentially like what we do in darts. We're looking at the stinking target, and we're just rearing back, throwing, and we're just making this flow motion. And we're not actively thinking about that at all, because when you're sitting there looking at the hole while making these practice strokes, you're just programming in what's about to happen. That's really it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause the brain and, is a remarkable, as you said, supercomputer.
1: Yeah, that's right. And just let it work. That's all. Just let it but work. Sometimes people need to find their off <laughs> switch to their conscious brain, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Turn the because second when, they off.
1: The, when they can find when they look when they can find the off switch, and actually know to to push it, <laughs> and just let their eyes and brain, the supercomputer, take over. All of a sudden, they become far more athletic. Their their the fine motor skills show up better, meaning putting, chipping, you know, soft touch kind of shots. It just shows up better because if I just said, John, I do this all the time in golf lessons. When people tell me something along the lines of, I don't have any hand-eye coordination. I pick up a ball. I toss it to them. They catch it. I have them toss it back. They prop it right in my hand. I never move. And then I walk over here do the same thing. They plop it in my hand. I never move. I'm like, really? Why, do you, why, are, you, why are you thinking about this? Right? Why are you thinking about this at all? And why do you claim you don't have any hand-eye coordination? What the hell do you think you just did? Exactly, and then they look at me and go, "Oh, yeah. well, I don't seem to land it in the right spot. I don't seem to hit the ball in the right spot. I must not have hand-eye courses." I'm like, "How about maybe your body angles are set up funny?" Yeah, that could or they be don't work. Maybe you're be bent over way. too much. Maybe you're tilted to the right too much.
0: When you right? think you stink, you stink. And we are going to, we just told you how you can apply it to putting very easily. Well, you can apply it to all of the game and those things that Jeff just mentioned, the the body angles and the posture and bending and standing and things like that. That's what we're going to talk about with the rest of the clubs in your bag. Don't think just do do we have to pay nike when we say i don't care we'll be right back we are those weekend golf guys hang on of course we have a facebook page facebook.com slash golf guys we would love it if you were to go there and like us facebook.com slash golf guys
2: you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. <laughs> Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years, and I gotta tell you, taking NuGenix makes a huge difference for me. NuGenix? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. It's the big hurt, right? Oh yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, NuGenix is a great two, one.
0: And we are back those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. I think uh, he is Jeff Smith. I'm in the studio. He's on top of a mountain out in Vail, Colorado. We're talking about not thinking we're talking about playing this game basically on autopilot, which is the better way to do it. If you learn how to set up correctly, if you learn how to swing correctly, you know, those swing thoughts that keep going through our heads. no, Stop thinking. Turn it
1: off. There's programming by training. Most of my swing training involves the simplest of simple things. I'll put a couple things down the ground, and make them swing between them, like pennies. We've done. We've done. Talked about the penny drill forever. I'll line up rows of pennies, four on one side, four on the other side, little five inch gap in between to let the club head pass through, and then I'll throw one down the middle. And I'll just tell people, just go hit one penny without hitting the rest of them. And I've given them a simple command, and you know how fast they can do it? Yeah. First try normally, and within a handful of swings for most every single person. And I've given them zero instructions on how. Right. There's so much that you can do by not putting thoughts into people's heads. I believe that a large percentage of my job is to be a plumber. My job is to flush away an awful lot of um, crap poo that's in their head. <laughs> And and leave them with the simple stuff. I set them up for success with grip and stance and posture and ball position and their feeling of athleticism when they swing back and forth. Then I make them swing through this place. And then they do that. And then I put a ball in that place. And then they watch the ball go. And because I've given them a good grip and a check their club face, it's always going up the middle. And they hit it pretty solidly. And they look at me like... Why was it that easy? And I said, because I uncomplicated it for you. I took away all the things that you thought you had to do, and I left you with things that you're built to do, and I'm not trying to teach you out of that athleticism. And when I say teach you out of something, that tells me that they are thinking way too much, and I'm trying to take them from thought to thoughtless action. If I can do that, they can have fun playing golf they can be a lot better. But so many people are ingrained in our world of golf. to say, I got to think, I got to think about this. I got to think about what I got to do with my elbow. Do you, how about if we just set you up better and push the green button? You're like, well, that would be easy, but that's the goal. <laughs> that's right. Easy is better. Complex is not.
3: So basically so, the,
0: the game of golf, the success with the game of golf in fact, we, we had a an interview with a, a golf pro who owns a golf course here in town on Sunday. And, and he said something that I will remember forever. And you have said basically the same thing. He said, golf is not a hard game. He said, it's a difficult Mm-mm. game to be real good at. But it's not a hard game.
1: It, it's honestly not that hard to shoot 85. No,
0: no, it's not. Trust me, I do it all the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a hard thing to do 75. Yes, it is. Because it it requires something that you don't do.
0: Yeah, practice.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that. Yeah, that. (laughs) That that repetitious action that provides you honing the skills. Yes. Right? It provides you... um, or, some, development or some, people would,
0: as some people would say erroneously develops the muscle memory to do it correctly.
1: Yeah. Cause we all know that muscles don't have memory. However, they do have they're, they're, they have the ability to be programmed from your brain.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Right. The, the brain is sending signals through the nerves into the muscles to make them do certain things in a certain order at a certain speed. Right. Okay. But that's where I come in and I make sure that the angles that you set up are better. Because if you can try to move, but I set up an angle that's different, the movement in the flow of the action will be the same, but the movement directions will be different because the angles are now different. The joints are setting the bones at different angles and the other joints involved. Because, I mean, look, we're we're a big, big, gigantic bag of bones and joints, right? Right. Mm-hmm. If I take a couple of them and change their position, their location, and then they pivot and move in different directions, I've now just changed where the golf swing goes. I haven't necessarily changed the timing, but I have in some cases.
3: Really?
1: But I've changed a couple of things about where it's going and how it's going to get down to the golf ball from a different place. I've sure changed that. Yes, you have. But it's a whole lot easier to think of the erector set and then go push the green button than it is to go, oh, I'm going to stand in the same place and hold it the same way and try to move differently. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a lot of time here, folks. I mean, this is literally – this is a little less than a second on the way up and about a third of a second to a quarter of a second on the way down to the ball. Yeah, and as we have discussed, there
0: is no conscious thought you can come up with that will make any difference in anything in a quarter of a second.
1: Again, I repeat myself. There's only a few things that I'm physically capable of doing, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Just keep that in mind, folks. That you are also capable of those things, but probably not much else.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know your wife well enough to piss her off in a quarter of a second. But
1: <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> oh, I man. can do it.
0: What? What? I guess the the what I'm hearing. Yeah. Is that the game of golf, the, the, the results of your game, the, the, the way you hit the ball, the distance you hit the ball, maybe even the score you put on the card, is not is, is not determined by anything other than everything you do prior to swinging the club?
1: I don't want to say exactly that but it's pretty stinking close.
0: Okay. Where'd I go wrong? I mean,
1: that's so the word everything. Okay. You know, because look, there, there are a couple things that I could do during my golf swing to hit the ball differently. Right. But it's damn hard to repeat to change it. Right. So mostly it's, what you do at the beginning and set yourself up at certain angles and postures and and using pressure under the ground at different places, it is possible to do most of the work before you even take it back. Right. Okay. On your on your success. Not all, but most. So let's just keep that in mind. Still got to hit the spot. Still got to, you know, got to have the ball in the right place. You still got to hit, you still got to make contact with the spot on the ground right below the golf ball. Got to do that. And that's not a pre swing thing. That's an in swing thing. So let's just make sure about that.
0: But it's still, it's, it's helped by where, where the ball position is the club position vis-a-vis the ball, your, your legs, your feet, uh, you know, all of the stuff that you teach on, on posture and setup and where the ball should be and, and how the grip should be. Uh, those are all things that you do before you swing. Yes. And, and they all determine how well that ball is going to fly when it is struck by the club.
1: They really do. They really have a major league impact on it. I do this every day. Lots of people have the, the, the people that have the hardest time are the people who think way too much about what's going on. And the people who experiment with certain things like grips and ball positions, yeah, Yeah. you know, when they experiment, they're like, well, that didn't work. I guess I got to change this, that, or the other thing. And then when they do, they get a different result and they're not sure why, but they reach into that old back pocket of theirs between their cheeks and they pull out the reason.
0: (laughs) We played for the guy guy on Sunday who was one of those guys, man. Every time, every time he hit the ball to the right, which he did probably 50% of the time, he was like, yep. come on, man, follow through. I keep telling myself to follow through. Yeah. I'm going, okay.
1: <laughs> you can tell yourself that all you want, brother. How about squaring up the club face before he gets there? How about that? That'd solve a lot of freaking problems.
0: <laughs> I I was, I was biting my tongue very it almost started to bleed. I was biting my tongue so hard.
1: <laughs> I've learned to stop. Yeah. My tongue hurt after a while. I just stopped biting it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just I just don't want to be that guy, man. I don't want to be that guy who's who's got the advice for everybody. His own game stinks, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know?
1: But I. Yeah. I just. I, I it's I digress on this one. I'm yeah. like, you know, look, all the time people you go play, they pull that excuse right out of the factory back there. That factory produces nothing but the same old smelly stuff. <laughs> right?
0: Right. That's what that is. That's, I got right? you. <laughs> it's
1: not what you wanna do. Reach back there and pull out the same thing. It's not happening.
0: You know, so, and, and and they're all they're all the, the stereotypical excuses is the stuff that you hear all the time. I mean, you even hear the the commentators on the professional golf telecasts using the same excuses
1: who should know better.
0: Yes. You would think, I mean, most of those guys are former pro golfers, you know,
1: but they're filling airtime and they're just spouting off stuff. Yeah. Where do you think that a lot of these amateurs get that too?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where we pick it up. Well, if you know, hey,
1: hey, Johnny said on TV that the ball's going to go left because it's sitting on a hill above the feet, so the ball must be going left. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. What if the ball didn't go left? Uh-oh. How come maybe the club face got to it facing straight? Uh oh. <laughs> and all of a sudden the hill's not the reason? You know, uh-huh. I mean, the, the commentators say all kinds of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the other thing, I mean, the other thing this like guy we do would on show. Yeah, I know, I know. The other thing this guy would say a lot too was was when when he topped a a, a ball when it was above his feet, he'd he'd go, Man, I choked up and I choked up and I choked up and I still did that. It's like, well maybe you <laughs> choked up wrong, you know. <laughs>
1: Maybe you choked up too much. Maybe you didn't have long enough arms and long enough shaft to get to the bottom of the ball, dude. You ever thinking that option? I don't know. Whoops.
0: <laughs> back to the drawing board, plan B. We've got more. Right. We will be right back. We are those Weekend Golf guys. Stop thinking. Just hang out with us. So do you use golf for your business? Should you use golf for your business? Would you like to use golf for your business? Answer any of those with a yes, and I need to tell you where to go. Join our free Facebook group, the Back 9 Advisory Board. Back 9 Advisory Board on Facebook. Go there. It's absolutely free. Join now.
3: If you're fed up with your credit card's high interest rates and your balances are so out of control that they never seem to go down, one call to Consolidated Credit can get the relief you need. Consolidated Credit has helped over 6 million people with credit card debt, and their certified credit counselors are ready to help you. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast without destroying your credit. The program works and the consultation is free. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 800- 214-3104. 800-214-3104. That's 800-214-3104. Consolidated Credit Solutions, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity including legal action not a loan company.
1: If you love finding
2: those hidden gems for a golf getaway, we have your next great discovery, French Lick Resort. Their Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses have been ranked number one and two in Indiana for 11 years in a row by Golf Week. Plus, you can hit the casino for the sports book and live dealer table games. There is a ton of ways to play here. Go to FrenchLick.com to get started on a getaway of your own. Think French Lick for your next road trip. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT.
0: And we are back those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, top 100 golf instructor. He's the man that should know. And when he tells you when you think you stink, take it to the bank.
1: Again, I'm giving, I'm giving credit to my good friend John Dunnigan on that one. For years and years, we've been talking about these kinds of things, about trying to do things that are stop people from thinking about how do I move instead of just get them to do something. It's somewhat a decision on if you can get someone to turn off the internal dialogue and get them to focus on something external, like, hey, swing over this. Move the club around that. Let's see if we can get this going, right? And all of a sudden, those things make people perform better. And there's a guy out on on Long Island who's also a friend of the show, Mr. James Hong. He is an expert at getting people to not think, but perform and feel what they're doing and repeat it and go out and thoughtlessly play the game of golf and know what they're doing at the same time.
0: You know, I'm beginning to take this conversation personally. Here's what I'm hearing. It's a multi-step process to play this game. Well, One is you go to an expert such as yourself or John Dunnigan or James Hong or any of the guys that you have mentioned and and learn how to set up correctly, how to swing correctly, how to hold the club correctly. But then the next step is you have to go out and do it repeatedly. It's that whole practice regimen.
1: Well, you know, and there's different kinds of practice too, right? There's that type of practice where you go out and repeat the same thing over and over and over again. And you know that has value at some point. Right. Develops a pattern, develops a feel, develops a setup and and an awareness of what you're doing. But then there's this other kind of practice that all of a sudden you shake it up a little bit. Hey, I'm going to hit two of these kind of shots now. Maybe I'm going to go hit this kind of shot now. It's not random, it's variable. I'm going to go from instead of just sitting there ripping seven iron after seven iron after seven iron, I'm going to go out there and go to the driving range and I'm going to create a golf hole in my head and I'm going to tee off with my driver and I'm going to imagine my fairway. I'm going to give myself that visual and say, boom, I'm going to hit it. And then what club would I have in my hand based on how I hit it? And then I go pull that club out of the bag. Jeez, it kind of sounds like I'm creating my own golf hole and I'm out there practicing to play the game. You know, kind of transferring this type of practice of repetitive nature. Okay, once I got the skill set of that down pretty well, let's go change that and let's say, okay, instead of thinking about how, let's think about now trying to apply it so it's in a more realistic fashion. And then when you move off the driving range, you smartly go out and play on the golf course when it's not busy. And then you go practice on the golf course. So your brain sees yourself hitting these kinds of shots in the real life scenario. You're transferring from what you did and making it more effective by showing up, creating a golf course in your head. And then the next step, go get do it on the golf course. The next step after that is actually go, you know, go play the game and go play for score. You have now put it yourself in these situations. So you're training all the time and every training thing has steps. And yes, John, I know that's why you take it personally, because <laughs> we keep mentioning this practice thing.
0: I know. I know. It was this, this whole show has been directed directly to me. Well, You're preaching again.
1: Look, I'm just trying. Look, it's a new way of coming at you. So I can't just beat you over the head, going, "John, you stink because you practice. You don't practice anything." I can't say that. Not, I tried not to say that this show, but I, obviously, I couldn't stop myself.
0: Now, now, what you say is, you stink because you think, and if you want to stop thinking, then just practice more. You did a little roundabout way, but you got to the same point. I understand.
1: Well, it's like certain things have to become have to become rote. They have to be second nature to right. you. For example, let's talk about the fact that. John, i talked to you for years about this is you could practice your grip without ever showing up the golf course. Yeah, You can stand there in your apartment. I'm putting my hand on the club. I'm checking my club face. I know what my grip looks like. I put my right hand on there. I know what that looks like. I'm going to give myself a little waggle. See if it comes through straight, boom, put it down, do it again. That was like five seconds. Wait a minute. If that's five seconds. You keep keep doing that repetitively. How many of those can you do in a minute? Um, is keep is going. Five, 20? 20? Yeah. 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 At least 20 repetitions of that thing in a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Let's go do five minutes worth of that. And all of a sudden you have placed your hands on the club and verified where the club face was in your hands a hundred times.
0: Yeah, actually it's only 12. The math was off, but that's okay. 12 was,
1: okay, okay 12. Right, fine, the math is off. I was running with your math, buddy.
0: I know, man. I, I just pulled a number out of the air, like I do a lot when I'm just playing golf. I mentioned a couple of shows ago, though, I played in that scramble where, where the guy looked at me and he said, man, how do you do that? And I said, do what? And he said, every iron shot you have is on the green. And it's like, isn't that what I'm supposed to do? And he was like, yeah, but, and I said, listen, it's the pre-shot routine. It's, I, I check and make sure that the ball is where it should be. I check and make sure that the club is where it should be, that the club faces where it should be, how it should be. Take a few practice swings. You feel comfortable, sit back and do it. Ain't no thing.
1: It's almost like you've listened to the show that we're on for the last decade plus.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I do pay attention now and again.
1: Wow. I know. I may not you know, practice, funny but about I listen. That is- Yes,
0: that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff can talk you into a much better game. Uh, he's also available on video. jeffsmithgolfinstruction.com. dot If you want to, if you want to get you know one on one direct with him, you can you can do that too. But just listen to him, man. Just listen because the man's a freaking genius, and he can talk you into a much better game with with little to no effort whatsoever, except the effort to practice.
1: Yeah. Now. As I mentioned, so a couple of those other fellows I mentioned on the radio today—a great, fantastic, world-class teachers, right? John Dunnigan. If you're if you're out in the Philadelphia area, look up John. Get yourself a golf lesson with him. And if you're up in the Long Island area, you go find James Hong. He's at Harbor Links um, Public Golf Course up there, Harbor Links, and um, up on Long Island. He is one of the world's best. But bring him a donut when you go. Otherwise you're not teaching him. Okay. That's like the, the, that's like the upfront fee. You still got to pay him on the back end, but the upfront fee, you got to bring him a donut.
0: Yeah. The donut being the operative consideration there. I would imagine.
1: Oh, it always is. Right. Look, that's the thing that's going to get you the best lesson possible. This guy, (laughs) if he doesn't have, I mean, I think that half the time his golf bag, instead of being sponsored by Callaway, I think he's sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. Honestly, (laughs) Right. I, you know, I think that's what it is. I think he's got will will work for Munchkins on the, on his bag. I think that's like a tag tagline, right? Yeah, but no, seriously, seriously, you know, friend of the show, uh, one of the best teachers on the planet, and um, and you know, when you when you get up to see some of these fellas, you, you know, you're gonna get some great help with your golf game, but you're gonna be doing it in a way that they will not fill your head with a bunch of crap to think about. It doesn't work. It just makes people worse. It gets in the way. Look, people show up on my doorstep, on James's doorstep, on John's doorstep, on many really great golf professionals' doorsteps with too much going on in their head. And our job is to make it all work and clear up the picture for them. So many people are clogging their brains full of mess that they don't need. I got to think about this. I got to think about that. No, you don't, dude. You pick up a club and you swing it in the air. And all of a sudden, if there's no ball there and no target to hit it at. And I just take a video of the guy's golf swing just as he moves. It's a beautiful thing. And then he says, well, what do I need to be doing here? I'm like, um, that. Yeah. and
0: just, just got the ball get in the way.
1: And as soon as there's a ball there and a place for it to go, then the brain starts to go, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Right. Like, dude, you just did it. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll tie a ribbon onto the hosel of the club Okay. and then take it down the line video. And when I do that and I've got this ribbon tied to their club and I put it on a slow motion down the line video and they watch where their club tracked, they go, Oh my God, I look like a tour pro. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That club's going right through all the right places. So my brain goes, why are you even thinking about that? Look at what you do automatically. We set you up, push the green button, and look at what just happened. Yeah. Let's put a ball down there and then watch what happens. Well, wait, and then they break, then they go, oh, wait, no, but what do I need to do now that the ball's there? I'm like nothing different. I want to smack some of them in the head sometimes, but I let I let the ball flight results do that for me. Right, <laughs> so I just stand there and say nothing, smile. In
0: fact, he has literally had a a, a client who did smack himself in the head with the ball
1: flight. As a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, it was impressive, and I'm impressed that I got it on video camera. Right? I share that with some of my golf instructor friends. I'm like, is it into this? Y'all ain't going to believe this category? All of a sudden, bam, look at this one, boys. <laughs> all right. We all have them. Every one of us has those things. You know it. If you talk to a golf teacher, and you, if you befriend one of them, and you go, okay, you got to show me something. Show me some of the craziest stuff you've ever seen. We all have it on camera. We keep that stuff, man. It's like a highlight reel for us. <laughs> that's right.
0: And he's not laughing all, at you. He's laughing next to that's you.
1: That's right. I'm, I get you to laugh, then I can laugh with you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, no, I mean, seriously, we show each other this stuff, right? We, we all get together at our conferences and go to. Dude, come over and look at this. Look yeah. at this one. <laughs> and, and then somebody whips out their phone going, no, 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 look at this. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have a good time
0: with that. So they, all, they all have the, y'all like, go to believe this file. They do. They do. Yes, indeed. they do. Yes indeed. yes, indeed. So so basically, we think too much. We, we think the oh, game yeah. is harder than it, than it has to be. Uh, we create the problems for ourselves. Uh, be, basically, because we don't trust ourselves. Or because we have taken lessons from the wrong people who have filled our heads with, well, first you've got to do this and, this and then this and then this and then this and then think about this and make sure you don't do that. And
1: Well, now, let's not just blame the teachers. All right. Let, let's, let's do a few other things, too. Let's also understand that there's this glut of information out there. Yeah. And people don't know what to sift through. They don't know how to filter. They, they, they don't have a BS filter. Oh, yeah. At all. Right? They, they can't just throw their red flag in the air and go, no, nah, that's a bunch of BS. Right. They can't do that because they're all thinking, well, wait a minute, that was said by somebody with credibility. Now that somebody with credibility may have been saying that in context of something, and it might have been taken out of context or wasn't ever written or put out in, in the full context of what it was. And then people are looking at it going, well, okay, he said this. Well, great teacher X, he just said this thing. Well, maybe this thing applied to that scenario with that player. And that was the correct information for that scenario with that player at that moment. But taken information by somebody else might not apply at all. Yeah, exactly. So we can't, we can't just go out there bashing teachers for saying this or that or the other thing and it messed somebody up it's also possible that there's a receiver of that information who messed that information up at themselves. I have lots of people who come back to me and say, you know, we were working on this thing and then I kind of lost my train of thought and I don't know what to do about it. I don't know what to do about it. Now I'm doing this thing and am I right or am I wrong? And half the time um, it's, it's all of a sudden they change the information and they screw it up.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: So, you know, look, it's not always just one person or another. It's not.
0: No, it's just the, the glut of it. Like you said, the glut of information and some of it is not right for you. Period.
1: Yeah. And, and to be able to filter what's right for you and what's not is a learning process for you. Yeah. And when you You get, just because, just because my friend, John Dunnigan said something to, one of his students and some other student heard it of some guy hitting balls on the range next to him that he wasn't even in the lesson. But since John's such a great teacher, this guy goes and parks himself right near John so he can get the lesson uh-huh. that he's giving to somebody else. Right? right? So you can take that information or whatever John's given this person. It's great for this person and the person that's overhearing it on purpose, they go and take that information and it might not apply to them at all. And they think it does, right? Because there's too many people out there thinking that golf information is golf information, and it all applies to me, and it's terrible.
0: Yeah, you do it. or you could go to TikTok and listen to Manolo, and, and you know, tell him what At least, look, what you want to do. You know,
1: <laughs> you're going to listen to that dude. Just be prepared to laugh because that's some funny stuff, right
0: there. <laughs> it's great. We got more. We'll be right back. We are those weekend golf guys.
4: If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-870-4686. That's 800-870-4686. 800-870-4686.
0: All right, you think you stink. I hope we have made that point, driven it home. Learn how to do it. Learn what to do and practice what to do prior to the swing. And then don't think about it from that point on. Just do it.
1: Please, 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 please learn what applies to you. And if it doesn't fit in that realm, make sure you know how to filter that BS out of there. You don't want any part of that. If if it's good for somebody, it might not be good for you. Find out what's good for you. When you're playing well, jot a few things down, going, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing the other thing, and I'm playing really well. Stick to it, folks. Don't just go fishing in some other pond. Learn yeah, to filter see. out that other stuff. Call it BS. It's not for me.
0: How do you do that? Well, I mean, you, you use what works. Learn everything you can and, and keep what works.
1: Right? Good point. Good point. And don't think about it when you're making motion. You can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Look, I give people one thing to do in their golf swing. One. They start doing two or three, they're done.
0: Yeah.
1: You can't work yourself that way. That look, the time frame tells you you can't do it. Yeah. You can't remember. There's only a few things you can do in a third of a second. <laughs> right. right? And believe me, they take practice. And believe me, that one thing I'm telling you I'm good at in a quarter of a second I can make my wife my wife bad. I have practiced that bad boy.
0: But even that you don't think about when you do it though.
1: No, I don't think about it. It just happens. And then the reaction just happens. That's just how it is. So, you know, practice, baby. Practice, practice, practice. It becomes rote. It becomes second nature. Mm -hmm. That's just how it is.
0: Yep. And that's, and you can call it whatever you want to call it. Rote, second nature, muscle memory, anything you want to call it, just do it. Make sure that that. You know, the technique you have, you have gotten down the ball position, the club face position, feet position, body posture, all that stuff is important, but it all needs to be thought about prior to executing a golf swing. The thinking, the thinking needs to stop when the swing begins. Okay.
1: You got it, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to have to explain this to you again. Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks Manolo for the entertainment, man. We appreciate it. We got to get the dude on the show, man. We got to get him on the show in the intro. Those weekend golf Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash golf guys. Go join the league of extraordinarily average golfers. It's a great group of golfers. Just like to hang out uh, and the, the business golf course.com. Check that out to be here Think before you swing, and then go play some golf.
1: You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast,
4: People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love
1: true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.